Hi guys, welcome. Uh, my name is Carl Wolf, and welcome to the One More Show. Uh, we got Jackie on the buttons. Hello. Hello. And in the hot seat, we got Nalan Disanayaka. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. How are you doing, buddy? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I mean, like, I, I did pre warn you that I was going to be hungover as hell because England played yesterday. Speaking to the mic, dude. Speaking to the mic. Oh, really? Really? Oh, Is it yeah. that bad? I thought. Oh, yeah. No. Can you pick me up? I'm quite relaxed. Yeah. I'll tell you, you know, that's unprofessionalism, professionalism to its finest. Don't you run a podcast as well? Yeah, but we did it from home. And it, do you know what? It's because the mic I have at home is like a Britney mic. Oh, so yeah. I always lean back and I forget that I need to be like right up to a microphone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. That's hungover. Right. hungover brain. Oh, It'll kick in. It'll kick in at some point. <laughs> Did you have a good night last night? Um, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Um, we managed to... So like we, we was watching like this big screen outside. It was like Chris Adams' pub, like where he works. Mm. Uh, Chris Adams' is a pod called podcast. And, uh, that fame. That yep. fame, yeah, of that, that fame. And we was all outside and then the weather kind of kicked in and we managed to kind of scramble inside to this giant pub hotel. But I didn't realize how big it was. It was like four floors mm. of football everywhere. Um, yeah, it was good. It was For good those of you that don't know, this has been recorded like just after England were dismally drawing to drawing. Scotland. Didn't didn't perform well against Scotland no. at all. No. From what I've heard, I don't even I don't even I don't really care about football. I'm yeah, a plastic exactly. fan. I'm so. not even a plastic fan. I just know that they were shit and that makes me a little bit happy. Yeah, no, it made me a bit happy too. <laughs> so um we'll get into the sitcom in a bit, but like what made you want to get into comedy? Um because, you know, being a short brown guy <laughs> there's not a lot going on, is there? So I've got, I've got a lot of uh, unique things to be funny about. Mm. No, I'm joking. I don't know. I just make people laugh, innit? Okay. I got nothing else to do. I had no other skills. That was it. I couldn't be bothered to be academic. It's like the go down and being a doctor. It's like, no, I ain't got that kind of brain capacity. I can't, I can't, I can't do that. I can't trust people with, like, I can't trust another life in my hands. I ain't doing that. I don't give a fuck about the law. So, like, it was your, uh, so is that the only two paths for Asian people? Like, yeah, be yeah. funny or become a doctor? Yeah. Is that yeah. really it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. <laughs> and, and, uh, um, that's your hill and you're dying on it. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, 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 cool. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's saying that. I'm not saying that. Just so everyone is clear. This is his thoughts as a brown person. Yeah. yeah. Jackie, you, on, yeah, I, you get it? I, I, cool? I get it. I get cool. it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're all good. We're good. <laughs> See? I've got my I've got my audience. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it, man. And then uh, well, I suppose the, the comedy scene is like doing stand up. Comedy scene is quite nice, mm -hmm. so uh, it's always good to be surrounded by nice people. So it keeps me keeps me going. Mm. Where's the furthest you've had to travel for comedy? <laughs> Vauxhall. I mean, yeah, Vauxhall. Damn. <laughs> I mean, it took a mission to get no. Uh Edinburgh, I guess. I guess. Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't stand up itself. That was a. Then it doesn't count, man. Uh, it was a comedy <laughs> show. It was a comedy show. It was a theatrical comedy show. Yeah. But I'd give it Edinburgh. Mm. That's as far as I went. Was that 2018, 2019? 2019. Actually, no, I've been, I've been three times. Once working mm. as a tech and then twice performing. Mm. Yeah. So was that when you did the, because you did a video vlog for with your two other classmates, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that for the 2019 one? Yeah. Well, we've done a, we've done. Yeah, for the 2017 and 2019 one, they've all just been kind of video diaries of... What's of your thoughts stuff? on Edinburgh at the moment? Or how it's going to progress? Fuck Edinburgh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I hate it. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. There's no point going unless you have like daddy's money in the bank or mummy. It's 2021. You can... Both parents can have money. That's true. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what's the point? I mean, like people who are kind of on the... Doing like pro nights at like London gigs will have like an agency or whatever and they'll still have to spend like near enough 10 grand of their own money mm. and still have a chance like n not selling out every night or 
only performing to like 10 people or whatever. It's like, what's the point? You could just do that all around the country and reach more people doing that for way cheaper. Mm. And yeah, see more people, I guess. Yeah. Without the competition as well. The competition is just too much. What do you mean? Now give me an example. Um, oh, you know, trying to fight, trying to fight people coming in. To <laughs> fight people coming, coming into out. your show. Come see my show. It's about this, this and that. And it's, yeah, it's just too much, I guess. I was thinking about it today that the most, one of the most degrading things I've ever done in my life is flying for my show. Yeah. Like, and then people go, uh, how, how is you with like, did you, did you learn like how to succinctly sell your show within a line? Yeah, I did. Um, however, there was one time where a lady, I gave out a flyer to this elderly lady who was with clearly with her grandchildren. She took it. She looked at the flyer. She realized what she'd done. Yeah. She walked back to me, handed the flyer back and said, I'm off to the climate change protest. Wow. You, you guys should not be, you guys were not allowed to be doing this. I was like, you could have just said no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Way to the, buy you off. That is the lot. That is a very long-winded set way of saying I don't want to go see you. Yeah, yeah. Twenty minutes of stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we had a similar thing. Well, I mean, we we kind of hired child laborers to do ours. Oh, Victoria, this. this <laughs> Victoria. Can we get, can no, we get yeah. a camera on him? No, this, yeah, this yeah. Bit, please. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's allowed. But like, it was this. How was it? Was, okay, because because the mother consented. <laughs> The mother was like, <laughs> you can go to the workforce. That's not a mum, that's a pimp. She kid. was, yeah. Well, I don't know what happened. It's, it's, on the, it's on the video as well on YouTube. So, like, we was flyering, but our flyering tactic was to just sit on the mile and just, like, lay on the floor and just hold flyers up in the air and people can grab them. And this kid was fascinated by it. And he was like, well, do you want to do it? He's like, yeah, sure, I'd love to do it. And then instead of laying around, he just ran around, started just putting flyers in like people's <laughs> baskets and shit. And the mum was loving it. She's like, oh, look at little John, like going. I don't know, who's is, it, is a kid actually called John? That's like a grown man's name. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, the kid was loving it, and he was just going around. So we just stopped flying at that point, and we were just like, yeah, this kid's doing all the work for us. And then, and then the the kid and the mum and his other younger brother came to the show, which was like an eleven o'clock show. This kid was like eight, nine years old, didn't have a fucking clue what's going on. It was about like um, the kind of fragility of masculinity, <laughs> <laughs> and like the mum was like, you know, kind of taken back by it and all of that. And it's like, yeah, great, great show, guys. Johnny was fucking just, loving it though, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's how you that's how you get people to your show if you can't be bothered to succinctly sell it. Yeah. So, do you prefer doing comedy acting or or stand up? Uh, stand up. Why? Because I can say my own shit and not worry about breaking character. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's and I mean, I don't mind like performing with a group is also fun because you like chemistry on stage and like if you mess up on stage, you can kind of bounce back on and off people. But uh, stand up, there's. It just feels more like my own voice. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Like, but what was the worst show that you did in Edinburgh? You... I can tell you the worst ones I've seen. <laughs> um, oh, the worst one that I did, I, I think it was when we did our last show one to one, and I think we performed it to about two people. So it wasn't it was, bad. It was literally one to one. It was literally like, well, yeah, it was literally one to one. I don't, I don't think it was bad as like the audience liked it because it was, it's, a, it's there was there was more people on stage than there was off stage, mm. like in the audience. So it, it was it was kind of uncomfortable for everyone in the room. And we're like, well, we're doing this now for an hour. 
Mm. So yeah, yeah. Other than that, it was it was the show went fine, and the audience said they really liked the show. They just wish that more people was there. Like, do, do you know what's funny though? Like speaking of Edinburgh, that's where Garth Marenghi's um, Dark Place actually originated in two thousand. That's actually yeah. I did not know that. That's yeah, because it started off as a low budget play, um, and it was as uh, all the good f- things do. And it, yeah, like that was it back in the day where you could actually get an agent and product and something produced yeah, going yeah. out to Edinburgh. Mm, definitely, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mm. didn't Mighty Bish do that as well? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Good days, though, yeah. Good yeah, days, yeah. yeah. Mm. Fair play. Yeah. So that's a smooth segue into the uh yeah. <laughs> into the sitcom. Can you tell I've been doing this for a little while? Who's <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, <laughs> in it, mate? Yeah. Um, so, um yeah, but, so the the principal cast, they went they they got together in like nineteen ninety nine mm. and they took the show up to Edinburgh in two thousand. And so and they did a run of the they did a run of the show. It was obviously quite successful. Yeah. And then they did a sequel to the show in I think maybe two thousand and one, two thousand and two. So they uh, did right. two different shows. Yeah, so they did two different shows. And I think at some point they got noticed by Chris um, what's his name? I've got the notes here. Uh oh, I couldn't tell you. Chris Hansen. It was um a guy called Chris Hansen who was a producer. As a producer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Channel Four. And Funny enough, he also did Desmond's for Channel Four. So oh, sick! Two completely different yeah, types yeah. of sitcom, but interesting. Nice. Um, and now the rest is kind of six episodes of history. Yes, of course, but great history though. Oh, brilliant! History. Yeah, like what a show. I haven't. I, I'll be honest. Like until um, until Chris, your co-host on the podcast, mm. he was also meant to be coming on this, but he can't. He had to reschedule. Yeah, yeah. Um, he mentioned that this is one he'd want to do. I had no idea about this show's existence until he'd said it. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay, cool, cool. But, man, it is so weird. It's a great weird. Uh, yeah. It's a great weird, because it's, it's it's ultimately a parody, right? It's a parody on 80s, well, terrible 80s sitcom and 80s drama. Yeah. So Specifically, like, the Tales of the Crypt kind of, um, kind of era of things. It's kind of shot like Tales of the Crypt mixed in with a bit of Baywatch and old school Doctor Who. Yeah. 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 But I never watched any of that stuff. Really? No. You didn't watch Doctor Who? No. Well, like not old, not classic Doctor Who. Ah, okay. So not. I'm. I'm You're an Eccleston baby. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Boom. Boom. Nice. How about you, Jackie? Have you watched Doctor Who? Because you like sci-fi. Funny enough, no. Because she has regular sex. I have a boyfriend, by the way. So yeah, that's why. And she's right. with child as and well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Of having a boyfriend. Well, then, then the child may grow up to watch Doctor Who. Then you can. Oh, put you'll Doctor be Who watching in. lots of sci-fi. Good. Lots of sci-fi. Good. For sure. I'm a Trekkie. Ah. And the original Trek, not the so much the new one. Not the new Soy Boy Treks. Mm. You're not a fan of Picard, then? I'm a no. I'm Shatner all the way. Ah. <laughs> Did you ever play the Shatner game? And what's the Shatner game? You shout William Shatner and you have to do something really exaggerated. <laughs> so Go on. <laughs> so like, I'd I'd be like, we'd we'd establish something first. Like, oh, like, Carl, if I shout Shatner, you'd have to like, I don't know, like dance really exaggerated around and about in public. And I could just okay. call that on you whenever like a sleeper agent, I'll just shout Shatner. And then you just have to go do it. This that, is a school game. That sounds very much like this is my kind of game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm, I'm, you know, a serious pregnant woman. I can't be playing games like that. You can, no, no you as soon as I give birth. No, Done. because you can use pregnancy as like a cover for anything. That's just fine. She's pregnant. 
like run someone wow. over. That's fine. She's pregnant. She's hormones. It's cool. <laughs> Do what you want. She's, like, she's playing Shatner. Oh, that's why she <laughs> went for a whole bunch of people at the bus stop. Um, so it's a show within a show. Yes. That's the best part about it. The cutaways. Like, is it's kind of, as I said before, it's like shot like Tells of the Crypt meets Baywatch, but also like a behind the scenes, de- like a behind the scenes DVD. Yeah. Because it's got him, it's got um, what's his name? Richard Iowardi. Not Richard Iowardi. It's got Matt. It's got Matt. Oh, Matt. Uh, well, yeah, Richard Iowardi. Matthew Holness. Matt Holness. Yes. So Matt Holness, he actually is the guy who is in charge. Is the creator slash author? Who he's the creator slash author? Gareth, um, Gareth Marangi. Gareth Marangi. Yeah, yeah. 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 I can't say the fucking name. Yeah, it? I always in my head. I always picture the word Gareth, Gareth Marangi. Yeah. yeah, so he's yeah, so he plays Gareth. Mar- he plays Gareth Marangi, who is a kind of a spoof on Stephen King slash Richard Price kind of character. Right. Um, he's an author who turned his who turned his he turned his hat to the te- to TV, mm-hmm. and yeah. he created what is in his mind the greatest TV show. Of all time. Yeah. And it really, really is not, but it is fantastic. No, but it's so, it's so good. It's bad. Yeah. No, no. Opposite, opposite, opposite. It's so bad. (laughs) It's good. It's so bad. It's good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Matthew. It's (laughs) it's so, it's so bad. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. But the cast you managed to get is phenomenal. This and the fact that it's still the same, it's the same cast that actually did the play. Mm, So you got Richard Richard Awadi as his assistant. Slash uh, publisher, right? Slash publisher, slash actor in the show. Yeah. Who plays a dot, who plays an admin doctor. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very confusing, convoluted thing. Yeah. Um, Because you've got actors playing characters playing other characters, playing non-characters, playing characters. It's like Tropic Thunder with Robert Downey Jr. It's Tropic Thunder, right? Basically, yeah. but in a TV show. Yeah. Or, well, Garth Marangi did it first. But you yeah. make, could you, Do you think you can make Tropic Thunder today? No. No. Uh. <laughs> no. Not without backlash. No. Not without having to do like a fucking TED talk as to why, like, you know, this is the joke. But, yeah, I understood the joke, but I do think that they'd have an issue with making yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. It's a different time. Yeah, different time. I feel like that's the only time you can say, oh, it's a different time. Because <laughs> you can use it, you know, when old people are like, oh, you can't say the word darky because, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, you can't, doesn't matter, granddad, it's a di- different times, a shite excuse. <laughs> and now Tropic Fun, ah, it's Robert Downey Jr., 2009, different time. Yeah, but he's making a joke about how narcissistic actors are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how instead of, uh, it was, oh, I can't remember the guy... Um, the, the actual black actor in the film I can't remember his name Brandon T. Jackson yeah it's the fact that you know like that also joke of instead of using the genuine black actor to do the role Hollywood hire a white actor predominantly to do it and like you know just kind of commenting on that history it's a bit like they'd hire a cisgendered male to play a trans actor and to, to play a trans character yeah I know and then uh, give him an Oscar. This got really fucking serious. <laughs> it's the power like, of Garth Marangi. Yeah, that's it. Like that's <laughs> the power. That, of, that's the power of a good show. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm. Um, so I really there's a little there's a little many things I really appreciate about this. Um, like there's the, the special effects are knowingly terrible. Yeah. Right. You'll see the strings hanging. You'll see the strings hanging when things are like supposed to be flying and stuff because it is a sci-fi slash horror show you'd love it 
yeah. sci-fi horror show. Yeah. It's everything you need. And uh, yeah, you're saying about the strings, the thing that comes to mind. I can't remember why the cutlery and the plates, the plates were attacked. So were attacking that's, that's because um, Dr. Liz, she's sight she's Yeah, she's got the, the power to... She's yeah. gone crazy. So she's gone crazy. She's a bit like... Um, what's her name? Enchantress in the Suicide Squad. You've seen it. Oh, right. Well, that that reference is completely lost it's on you. Over, yeah, for those yeah, of you who yeah. have seen it, that <laughs> reference is a that's a very good reference. Thank you. All right, um, I'm uh, sure it's good. So she goes a bit she goes a bit crazy with her pat with her powers, and she essentially goes comatose. So when she goes comatose, she loses all control, and all hell kind of starts breaking loose. Yeah. So not include that includes cutlery attacking members of the do- of the hospital, of the hospital. Oswald hospital. What, what, we should have I, mentioned that before there is his he set the he set the serious medical drama he set the serious drama in a hospital yeah dr rick douglas i got it here because it's like dr rick douglas fights the fears of darkness while simultaneously coping with the pressures of day-to-day admin that's why i love that show yeah <laughs> <laughs> not in the darkness bit it's just the day to day yeah yeah it's a serious that is a genuine quote from the show what I loved about um, because it's set in the 80s well I don't love this but like it, it kind of hit me because it was set in the 80s how like out there the sexism is yeah so if you notice that like, Liz's character when she's a woman is yeah a woman. I, I've and noticed when, that, yes well yes yes <laughs> Mr. Observant because <laughs> uh, it's like her um, when, when she's like gone possessed and like all the things are flying it's all like secretary things so it's like the, the the filing cabinets yeah the plates the crockery the, yeah. the cutlery all like a fucking i think a hairbrush at some point comes comes along and when uh rich diwadi's character is like shooting the plates outside of the uh the office it's like damn it liz i'm trying to fend off these plates can you stop there standing up can you stop standing there thinking about lipstick <laughs> and it's so just like it's 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 terrible because I don't think you get away with it today, even though it's just being like ironic or kind of like this is how it was in the 80s. I, basically. I, I disagree like, because One Division did a very similar thing. Oh, true, true. So, yeah, yeah, yeah fair if enough. it's if you do it well enough and yeah. it's clear that it's a pastiche on, or not a pastiche, but like a reference to when sitcoms or shows were like that, exactly. Yeah, and looking back, a retrospective. Then you can get away. Then you can kind of get away with it. Yeah, totally. But you kind of got to make it really clear. Yeah, yeah. A bit like that was because it's just yeah the cheesy lines as well and the kind of the wooden act, wooden acting kind of helps with that as well. I fucking love Richard Iwadi in this. He's this. I I cannot unsee him playing this character in every other role he's done. And once you watch this kind of thing, it's like the glass breaking moment. It's like oh yeah, he's just yeah. the same guy and everything. But is he like an actor? He. He's not an actor, though, is he? No, he's not, he's, he's not an actor. And I think they, they address it in the show. Yeah. Because uh, Richard Iwadi's character, Dean Lerner, so the publisher, yeah. playing Thornton Reed in Garth Morangi's Dark Place. Yeah. He says in the cutaway scenes, it's like, um, uh, what was it? Uh, what was his name? He didn't want an actor. Garth, yeah, Garth, Garth Morangi. He didn't want, I told Garth, I'm not an actor. He's, and Garth said, I'm not, I don't want an actor. I want the truth. Yeah. So here's a clip of me. Not acting. Not, but putting on, on the, the truth. truth. <laughs> Genius. That's the best way to circumnavigate. Like, well, I assume Richard Iowad, he's got, he's obviously got good acting talents to, to a degree, but if, if you want to play a wooden, I don't know. I don't know. It was TV like that back in the eighties. I, I don't really. Well, I think, it, well, I don't know. Cause I wasn't born in the eighties. Uh, no, I was, uh, oh, sorry. You. Sorry. Oh, I didn't mean it a bit that way. I mean, you clear. Cause you watched a lot of old school TV. Yeah. Um, it kind of was, especially like his kind of role, because um, he kind of plays the 
and even though he's not, because mm. this is not a cop drama or a cop uh, body cop comedy, he kind of plays the the the, the black chief, the angry black chief to the other doctors. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. Who else would you want to do it, right? <laughs> um, and I just want to see him doing more of that, mm. essentially. Yeah, I mean, it it would. It, I don't know. I don't know because it was. I don't think. Since since IT crowd, I don't think Richard Ayoade gets in that kind of serious authoritarian kind of character because that was like the most. If you looked at like a character level and like his that character was like quite a powerful character in terms of the hierarchy, other than Rick, I think. So, I, it was interesting to see because I don't think yeah you don't see quite has he played anything that quite higher up. He in always status? Plays, he always plays himself. Yeah, and but they're even, quite low down though in status. But like even class. when but even when even when the high status though they're still him. Yeah, totally. But I think it works. I like to see more of that because it's nice because it just doesn't quite work because you can't take him seriously. No. Because it's like, <laughs> what was the line he says? It's like, oh, Wonton, Wonton is the, the kind of lead, the unseen uh, owner of the hospital, right? Yeah. And he's always, he's always getting pressure from Wonton. It's like, oh, if, if, if I don't get any of this paperwork done, my grass is ass and one ton's got a lawnmower and like it, when it's delivered in like IOID's lines it's like how the hell are you like this how the hell are you like second in command of this hospital how the, how, how the fuck is this working so guys you made it through part one so why don't you click up and go to part two for the rest of this conversation see you there